Hello and welcome back to the Not So Fit Couple podcast with your hosts, Lucy Davis. I'm Benjamin Holden. Cute attire. This episode, thank you, is sponsored by Fabletics Men. It does look lovely. I'm fabulous. You're fab... Is that the slogan? I'm athletic. I'm fabletic. No, it's not. It It should be. It's a piss take that. That's good. Shaq Black did, was it? That's good that. Yeah, but I I feel like, because I've got the the porn star light behind me as well, I feel like a 1980s bodybuilder with this top on, but I do quite like it. It's pinstriped. Speak more about it in the podcast and I'll give you the links and ways to get discount on Fabletics Men gear. Do you have matching pants? Do I have matching pants? Is it a full pinstripe suit? No, that'd be, be too far. Like a I, full don't shell think, suit. I don't think it would. I love, I love. I mean, I do, I do a like the rest of the jogger and hoodie set is my. I, if I could live in one thing for the rest of my life, it would be a matching hoodie and jogger set. If I could live in one thing, it would be a pair of boxes. That's it. No, because that's not very practical, is it? Why isn't it? I'm Practicality, just... you'll be freezing. Yeah, I'm not going out. I'm just sitting here watching Netflix and picking my balls. That's actually a thing boys do, you know. Yeah. Boys, do you know what I've realised? I've got an excuse at the moment though because I just had surgery no, but three weeks ago. Aside from that, we're going back. Boys stand or sit. This is a question actually to you two. Why do you just stand and sit there with your hand down your pants? So what happens to the, the male testicles when it gets? But is this is this a is this sure. Cal do this too? Sure. Of course. It's that, can I finish what I'm saying? I just had to make so sure what, it wasn't once, what, what you don't know what I'm saying, so why are we asking Cal a question before I even give an answer? <laughs> So basically, the male testicles raise and get close to the body to create warmth. So that's why when it gets cold, so that's why most guys will usually put their hands down their pants to warm their crown jewels. No, you're you're sat on the sofa in a very warm no, I house. Don't. Yeah, because I've just had my balls cut open. No, I don't do it back. all the time. No, they yes. do. Guys stand there with their hands down their pants instead of in your pockets. Usually, in you, your pants. most I've never really been to any house parties or any get-together in people's houses where. Guys have been stood around the kitchen table with their hands down the pants. <laughs> and don't lie so that you have because they haven't. People do it usually. Usually scallies do it when they're outside. Maybe it's a bit of a kind of flex thing. I don't know what it is. But I think the salute, not the solution, the, the kind of feeling behind it would be to keep you, probably to keep your balls warm, to keep your hands warm. That would be the two things. Okay. Multi-purpose. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. Okay, so we are going to run this podcast like we did a couple of weeks ago, where I've just got some rapid-fire kind of topics and Everyone questions. really loved it. I'm, uh, to be fair, ideal for me because I've, my show notes feature nothing, and I'm tired because I've got my first workout in today since surgery. One round of applause for me. We'll go, Ben Halden. Yes. How was did, that for you? It was good. Did a bit Did a bit of push. Very tired in the middle of the workout, so I just kind of did a couple of reps in reserve, a bit of a titty pump, got the triceps involved. Did a few lateral raises. Everything I did was just sitting on the end of a bench. <laughs> Minimal movement. It's good though. Yeah, it was good to be back in. It was in. really good. It's good to get back in amongst it. Felt the testosterone flying through the veins again. I think we're all feeling a bit kind of out of it today. Why are we yeah. like that? We're tired today. What is wrong with us? It's like a unknown thing. Here. I always think that. I look, I look. When the moons change or something happens in the sky, to be fair, don't know what is going on outside today. That's not enjoyable Rain, weather. Four seasons in it's just dark. It's just dark. The whole house is just dark and dull. Mm-hmm. We're not, though. No. We're pleasant Brain and shine. positive. Okay, so on a, on a pleasant and positive topic, Lucy Davis, does Ben do anything that just gives you the ick? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell, tell the, See, the thing is, Lucy's had time to plan for this. I'm not going off the cuff, so no, go on then, r- ridicule me. I only me. thought about it before. It actually came to me whilst I was sat on the toilet. 
I was only having a wee. But, um, so <laughs> Ben does this thing and I think Cal can probably vouch for me. <laughs> right, when Ben does like a pump and it's really loud, so he'll just fart really loud. He'll just turn around and like look at you and smile and I'm just... I can vouch for this. Isn't yeah. that yeah, Most Most guys will do that because no, they're, but they're waiting for validation <laughs> of that everyone's heard you rip. It's like you look at me for like a clap or something yeah, like I am. an I'm applause. Wait, I'm waiting for validation or some kind of positive reinforcement. That, that was good effort. Depending on my mood as well, I'll either be really pissed off. I'll look at you and just walk off like you are disgusting. However, if it's like laughy and jokey... It's not. It's not as intense, but it does. It does give me the ick of it, Ben, when you kind of look for validation. Yeah, but do you know what's worse? People who, oh, do you know, does it? <laughs> Meg does it. I disgust it. It's just so like people, like no human being on earth ever thought. Do you know the type of people who think women don't poo, or people run to the forest to fart? Like, who are these people? Get in the real world. No, I mean, we we quite soon on in our relationship, I accidentally, the first time I farted in front of Ben, it was so accidental. <laughs> We've been together for like, oh God, like three weeks. We were so fresh. I was sat on Ben's knee and I think I was laughing so much, a little pump came out and he was like, what was that? And I was like, I don't know. It wasn't me. Did that give you the expense? It did. It didn't because we're still here five years later. But yeah, I remember doing it and thinking... I'm so traumatised by it to this day. Oh, God, yeah. But no, Ben, Ben just... Uh, yeah, that's maybe slightly icky for me. Mm-hmm. What's my ick? I'm trying to think. There's quite a lot. So, um, <laughs> probably one of them. I don't know why you do it all the time. I, I'm in the kitchen and our kitchen looks through the hallway to, <laughs> to the front door and the toilet. This isn't an ick. It is. Not... <laughs> and never, ever, ever do you shut shut the toilet door ever, ever. Just sit. I'm in the kitchen <laughs> making my dinner. I can see us through the hallway sitting on the toilet looking at me. It's so weird. Just shut the door. Yeah, but I like getting your attention and waving at you. No, just shut the door and go to the toilet. It's so weird. It is. I thought you weren't going to say that. I thought you were just going to say when I leave the kitchen and leave the kitchen door open. No, that's annoying. That is annoying. <laughs> yeah, Fucking born a born. I do sit there sometimes and just try and shout to you just so you look no, at me. No, you just sit wave. on your phone as well. You're not even going to the <laughs> Sorry. Door. Sorry. Who doesn't sit on their phone? It's actually one of the things that I think you shouldn't do there because I think... Ben, you sit there for half an hour no, on I your don't. phone. I've, I've started now leaving my phone out the toilet because <laughs> poo particles and those things. Oh, I, would never, I don't usually poo and text because imagine who you're talking to but i just yeah when i'm having a quick wee i just usually give it on my phone okay oh god icky okay next topic very much related to that one is what is your screen time oh, oh god no. what was the stat that you said yeah, this morning so this by is, the way cal this is why i wanted to chat it. about it i'll tell you the stat afterwards how do we find it cal uh go into settings and then if you drag down you can do a search for screen time i think the thing is obviously mine is going to be way higher because oh, I- yeah. I've been doing nothing for three weeks. Yeah, true. Oh, I hear the excuses already. Um. So while while we're looking for screen time, I will just uh, mine's three hours and twenty minutes average. Okay. Average for the week. Yeah. Okay. How do I? Oh wow, five hours fifty nine. Okay, so I've got a stat for you here. Uh, if you spend five hours, me, or on your phone a day, uh. By the time you're 80, you will have spent 12 years on your phone. That is fucking disgusting. 
How bad is that, by the way? 12 years of your life on your phone. Do you know when people actually say, pick your head up because you want, life's just passing you by? I was thinking about that this morning before you even brought up this stat. I was walking back from a first gym session from a mate's home gym and I was on my phone and I thought, I'm just going to put my phone in my pocket and leave it until I get home because there's things that are happening as I'm walking along this road that I'm just not taking in. I'm not looking at things. I'm not watching people walking past. I'm not looking at the houses. I'm not seeing the birds in the sky. I'm just head down into my phone. And I think I, I think that's so true that we we allow so much of life just to pass us by because our head is constantly cranked down at, what, at whatever degree is looking at our phone 24-7 and we miss so many things. Imagine if there was kind of another camera following you around the amount of things that you could probably see that you missed in your life because your head was buried in your phone. Honestly, I'm shocked by mine. I mean, Instagram's obviously the top one. I think that's because we work on it and spend a lot of time. Do you know what I love about this, though? I'm the one. Me. I'm the one who gets moaned at all the time. Go off your phone, Ben. Get in your phone. It's when we're watching no, telly, bullshit. <laughs> I'm going to refer to this every time. You're the one who's on your phone more than I am. But can I just make a point? It's I didn't realize you could see what is most used. Yeah, I know. But then I have WhatsApp. But then camera, any do, time tree, notes, video leaping, captions. The mine's, are mine. all up there, which is quite interesting. Mine's I thought it would be like TikTok. Three hours 20, I've got. Three hours on Tinder. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> We'd be getting a divorce before we're even married if that was the case. How weird is that, though? I, yeah, that's... Mm. Mm. Do you know what's really weird? What I find really weird, and mine goes up and down all the time. If I've had quite an anxious week, which is a lot of the time recently, I will just scroll on social media because I think I'm distracting myself to be away the from the real world. Do you know when people talk about saying, oh, you shouldn't be on your phones when you're in the gym? I think a lot of people do actually go on the phone because it's their way of separating themselves from other people. If you ever, if you, I'm sure most people have been there as well where you've been in social situations and you feel a bit anxious or a bit insecure, the, the safety net is to go that and pick your phone up and play, and play on it. So I think people do that in gyms. People do it in a lot of social situations where they feel kind of challenged or they feel out of the comfort zone. And the the comfortable thing to do is phone. I've done it before when I've been at parties with probably people who don't really want to be at parties. I I'll just pretend like I'm messaging. Have you? How many times have you done that? Pick, oh, pick up the phone. Pretend every a bit. Day. Hello. Yeah. You're right, mate. Yeah. And you don't know when to put the phone down. It's happened to me before. And then someone started ringing me. That was embarrassing. I do that probably more than I should. You know. As in, I have quite bad social anxiety, and obviously you know this, but so, so much. If I'm just in any environment that I feel slightly uncomfortable, supermarket, gym. What, you pretend to be on the phone in the supermarket? Yeah. Actually on the phone? No, I just, I lock the screen and then put it to my ear and pretend to be on the phone. Oh, yeah, so you actually pretend to be on the phone then? Oh, yeah, and I'm talking away. Have you ever done that, Carl? I'm having a great conversation. Always for me, because I don't really drink. The main one for me is when we go to clubs or like whenever I get dragged yeah. to a club, I, I probably check the time on my phone like twice a minute. It's so embarrassing. I need to consciously not do it. It's not good. I think it's definitely a safety me- mechanism though that people use. Yeah, I do do that. Okay, next topic. Uh, I'm going to send you guys a video and I just want to get your thoughts because this okay. is the announcement that the Slap Fighting Championship has been kind of put onto TV. Um. And if you guys don't know what is it is... Is the one that's owned by Dana White? Yes. So it's essentially like the UFC, but it's a battle of slaps. Is his face going to explode? Right, me, oh, I've seen this one. It's horrible. 
doesn't explode now. Look at his face at the end there. I can see his face. Oh. <gasps> Alright, I've got one last one, which is kind of the aftermath. By the way, do you know they had that? What was that film that came out with Will Smith, Will Smith in? I can't remember. Uh, something about being knocked unconscious anyway. Oh, yeah, sorry, CTE. It's about, um, yeah, about uh, football or something. Yeah, about football. not yep. wearing helmets or, yep. or the impact. Yeah, concussion. Concussion, yeah. Mate, surely this is is playing into the realms of of kind of... I know, it's terrible. Playing into the realms of people being... Knocked, well, there's been people knocked out conscious. But surely the after effects of these kind of things of, of direct slaps to the face... Because obviously, at least in oh, MMA, yeah. they're kind of trying to get away from it, dodging things. Yep. People just open their face up to be hit as hard as. Pretty much these slaps are as hard as punches, I guess, if you kind of measure the force of them as well. He, he can slap harder than I can punch. But exactly. it's like football now, if you're under the age of 15, you're not allowed to head the ball. Whereas something like this is allowed to be on TV with sponsors. It's, the CTE is the main yeah, problem. Yeah, that's wild. Just, just, just be that thing. I think the Premier League were trying to ban people from heading the ball in training. Because. It limits the amount of head use of, or the amount of knocks that you're getting to the head. So, do you guys think something like this sport should be legal, advertised on? Or I mean, TV? mate, what's the next thing from this? People are gonna stand there and get stabbed and see who can survive it. It's fucking stupid. Yeah, I just don't I, agree with that. How is this a sport? How how does how this get it how does this get passed by governing bodies? I don't know. He's holding a belt. You can see in the first clip, he's got like a like a wrestler's WWE belt. It's so it. crazy. Who who also is thinking? Yeah, I'd love to sponsor that. Is, is it sponsored by Monster? Does she? What do you mean? Does she? Do you not just say Dana White? Yeah. Is that not the bodybuilder? Oh my god! <laughs> it's the guy who runs UFC list. Dana. The Android. Oh my god! Do you know who I thought you meant? Dana Lynn Bailey, you thought you were yeah. talking about? <laughs> no. Yeah, maybe a lot like, of people also You thought a female bodybuilder was now the face of, of, of Slap Off. Well, yeah, you made it seem so... Yep. UFC kind of makes sense. They're you know fighting Dana, anyway. You know Dana White is? The, the one we were talking about last week who slapped his wife? Oh. Remember? There was that whole controversy over it. Yeah. Did you see the interview he, he did about that, by the way? He came out and said, like, I can never come back from this. Are they not together anymore? Yeah, no, he means in terms of status and socially. Oh. He'll never come back from being the person who slapped his wife. But did, did she not slap him first? Yeah, she slapped him first, yeah. But just, I think I think he, he, sorry, I think he publicly came out a long time ago saying you should never hit your woman. And then obviously that video footage came out that he hit her in a club, I think. I don't think either, either of you should hit. Mm-hmm. I don't think the guy should hit the girl. I don't think the girl should hit the guy. Well. I, I could throw a solid punch. Look at that. How do you do it? Like that? Are you trying to punch someone or masturbate? I'm not, I'm not quite sure. Like that? Would you protect your thumb? No, never do that. No. you break your thumb. Yeah, okay. I didn't know which way it was. That. Solid punch. We still need to do a video down at Muay Thai. <sighs> I don't really want to, Ben, to be honest. I do many a sport, and that's not one it's of the them. It's the one time I can probably get away with beating you up and not being domestic abuse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you'd be able to, though. I'm so, oh, I'm God, so quick Carl. and agile. I just roll roll under your feet. What would you do, I'd Carl? <laughs> Yeah, it should be your best. <laughs> I would, wouldn't I, Cal? I would be. Yeah, like, Cal's on my side. I know what he's trying to do. He's trying to motivate you to get you in. So then, yeah. I feel like I could... I would be quite good. I'm quite agile. I feel like you'd be like Robocop. No, I don't <laughs> think I would. I think I'd be quite agile. Okay, we'll see. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's Monster Energy have become the I knew they'd sponsor. be the, the sponsor of it. I knew it. They do all kinds of extreme sports, though, don't they? Well, you there promoting it. Also sponsored by Monster. Mm. What are you doing with all your... But, yeah, this is also it's, weird. It's the... 
It's the equivalent, isn't it? Of, remember when you're in schools and people used to run up and video record you on the phone, and then you get slapped, happy slapping, happy slaps. Do you remember that? Is that the one where you do this? Oh God. <laughs> so I'm going. I think it Bye. is that what that that is no. a game where you slap That's each other's hands. That's the private hand. school version. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy slapping with people yeah. used to run up with like it was the first kind of I'm sure it was on the first camera phones yeah. right. Used to record you and just slap you and that was it. Why? Just like one of those things that went around and then schools started banning phones. I think. But think how bad that would be now with social media. Yeah. Back then it was yeah. just like you'd infrared it to someone. Oh or yeah, like it Bluetooth would be. the video to someone. Oh no. That Remember was... infrared? Mate, it reminds me of like. Worst. Do you remember when you saw those aliens and people could say yeah. you can put them back to back and they got pregnant? Them in the microwave. Mm. Oh my God, I love those little aliens. Yeah. What was your first mobile? Mine Nokia. was... Nokia. Mine was Nokia. Yeah. And then a Blackberry. Everyone had the 3310. Yeah. I didn't get that. I waited I a little bit and got the 3410, was it? Ooh. Slightly different model. I don't know if you can pull it up, the 3410. And, and oh, I didn't I have I think that. it had Snake 2 on it instead of Snake 1. Do you remember Snake? Yeah, the best. Snake I was never, the fucking goat. I never won it. Didn't you? Four, ten, oh, virgin. oh was, no, mine was a bit up from that. Mine was, well, my first one was like an N-Gage, which was like this weird little games console. But then I had the Motorola oh. Razor. Do you remember those? Was that the one that was massive? No, the little thin one that folded. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. I remember I went to, W.A. Smith brought this fold-out phone. It was £20. And I went and bought it and told mum, look, I've got this for £20. No joke. I unfolded it. It was like a fucking billboard. It was like <laughs> it was massive. I was crying my eyes out because I couldn't get my 20 quid back. No, I, I did have a Nokia and then we had Blackberries because we had BBM. I never mm. had a Blackberry. Oh my God, BBM. Add me on BBM. Add me Remember on BBM. That? Update your um, your title. What is it? Your subject. What are you doing? What is that called? Just what you're up to. You'd be like, yeah. with, and then list like 20 people Isn't who so you're with. so mad because that Blackberry was always seen as a business phone and then it all of a sudden took off kind of socially and then it just literally died. Absolutely. It couldn't keep up with touchscreen phones yeah, yeah. iphone samsung i I, I did used to love the blackberry though that, the that, little the keypad that i had and stuff and, and the little, little yeah scrolly mouse yeah it was yeah. good i, I rate i rate a blackberry not anymore do you remember that nokia that came out which is like a square like a cube no no oh, okay might have been before my time ben yeah it probably was <laughs> yeah but the slapping thing yeah i do you know what? it's one of those things it's like a circus act i don't agree with it but i can't stop watching it it's on TikTok all the time. I can't watch them. I think it's horrible. I, I can't stop watching them. I don't know if anyone's seen the one where there was that woman. She got absolutely cream pied and then did a forward roll. Did you see that? No. We'll try, we'll try and get off this, but she, she goes, <laughs> and then she just goes like that, stumbles back, and then does a. You know, like when Willy Wonka on the chocolate factory does that forward Balls. roll oh, at the front. Mate, it's yeah. literally like that. Really? It's like that. I was like, what the fuck is going on? She's got a mohawk, like a huge mohawk like that. Forward rolls straight over it. I just don't, I I just don't like it. I don't agree. I think it's not, uh, it's... Do you know what I think we should do next podcast? Because this desk goes up, Cal. You know what I'm thinking? Yeah, slap off. The not-so-thick couple slap off. Absolutely not. I'm not being involved. <laughs> we didn't even do the rap one together. You did that one with Steph, didn't you? Yeah. Where you slap with the rap. Yeah, with the, the water, water in your mouth, yes. Yeah. No, no. No, thanks. Pass. Pass, All pass, right. pass. Next. Um, so... Uh, we've had a question come in from one of our listeners who's saying that she is dieting, mm. uh, but she's never feeling full. She always feels like she's hungry. Have you got any tips for her? So this is one of the things where, sorry, I'll just jump in. Yeah, it's fine. I, I did a video about how it is all about calories in versus calories out, and you can't deny that at the science of it, but there is more to it in terms of the types of foods that you have. Obviously, some foods are going to be more satiating. Also, protein is more satiating. So if you have more protein in your diet... 
you're going to feel then fuller. you're going to feel fuller so straight away increasing your protein intake is going to help having foods which are higher in volume so if you're having things like nut butters a lot of egg yolks fatty fish fatty steak which are obviously all good you're not getting a lot of bang for your buck you want to be trying to have foods which are high in volume but lowering in calories obviously the the one straight away is having like salads or vegetables as side dishes with foods because they're the high volume one of the, my favorite ones root veg mash yeah you do love that don't but, you because it's it's such low calorie a fu- do you ever have those kind of root veg mash full tray is like 400 grams it's about 300 calories that was some salad or veg bit of chicken it's it's a massive plate of food as opposed to you having i don't know chips or just normal potato or mashed potato so looking at the the volume of food that you're having instead of just having purely really calorically dense foods is a is a big one one of the things as well is when people are dieting and they're not filling up a lot of the time they're having all that zero calorie food yeah the zero calorie what food. were we like last night at the cinema by the way Oh, oh yeah, we God. had we just got those lentil pop chips, whatever I don't know what they're called, and some popcorn. But these pop chips, like we had we had the whole we had a bag each, didn't we? Like the family size bag. But our stomachs were on the floor, like they just felt really weird, didn't they? And these sort of foods, I'm also thinking of you know, the zero calorie noodles, the zero mm. calorie rice, the zero calorie pasta. It's obviously it's just like empty food, and the way it makes your stomach feel is off as in i used to do it like three or four years ago i used to have these zero calorie foods quite frequently because that's just one of those things that i did and then you live and learn but those sort of foods don't actually really fill you up you're much better having a high protein diet fibrous food as ben said the veggies the salad keep your water intake up and you'll be so much better off for it carbs and things like that obviously great fantastic but yeah definitely if you're hungry in a deficit look at your fiber, look at your veggies, look at your protein intake and whack, whack it up. It's similar with like, if you go to fill, if you've got a car, if you fill it up with, this isn't anything to do with kind of having a, having a go at people who go to certain petrol stations, but if you fill up as a supermarket with fuel as opposed to going to Shell and getting the 99 octane stuff, you're putting the same amount of, of fuel in, but it gets you way further depending on what type of fuel you put in it. Like you mentioned the cinema yesterday, we had a big bag of pop chips and the, the kind of fake away popcorn. Mm-hmm. I ended up having two bags with about a thousand calories. I knew I wasn't full, I was just bloated. As opposed to if I'd gone and just got a big massive box of the normal popcorn, which probably would have been about a thousand calories, but would have left me full. Mm-hmm. And that's a, a, the thing with those kind of zero calorie things. They're supposed to be added as condiments and as like a side thing, not the main dish. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Which is why people get really hungry slapped them. The other thing is I find really helpful is fasting. I just really love doing it. You don't have to eat first thing in the morning if you don't want to the other thing is hunger hunger and appetite are different different you you're not going to be hungry forever usually if you can go past like a 10 minute window of hunger you'll be okay mm. you know and that's why if you can keep yourself busy or entertained or keep or keep yourself doing something you won't feel hungry so a lot of the time your hunger cues you don't always need to listen to you don't always have to listen to these kind of people that promote online about you got to fuel your body at every need. You you, don't, you shouldn't starve your body. Like if that was the case, everyone would just be clinically obese. Because if I ate due to my hunger cues all the time, I would be the size of a house. I would because I just eat nonstop. You've got to have some balance and you've got to have some structure and you've got to have a little bit of willpower. Things as well like losing weight is simple, but it's not easy. 
Yeah, I, I thought I was just trying to pull up a stat there. Something to do with once you finish your food, it takes like 15 or 20 oh, yeah. minutes for the food to settle. Yeah. A lot of the time after you've had a meal, you still want more or you're still hungry, especially in a deficit. Mm-hmm. But I think it takes, I have to, I, I don't know what this stat is, but it's like 18 to 20 minutes for your food to just kind of settle in your stomach. Yeah. And then that's when you'd feel full. Um. So yeah, definitely just be aware of those windows with timings of food as well. Cool. Uh, so, uh, speaking about this, uh, we've also had another question in regards to a girl who's chasing a six-pack because she wants it to be healthy. What are your thoughts on that? Do you think a six-pack is always a good sign of health in someone? I think this goes like either end of the spectrum because you've got people who say just because people are overweight doesn't mean they're unhealthy. And then you've got people who be like, well, I need a six-pack to be healthy. I think positions yourself somewhere along that spectrum is the is the best thing to do. I think if you're telling yourself that you are healthy when you're severely overweight, I think this quote's been used before. If you if you if you can hear hooves, it's probably horses. So oh. if you can hear hooves, it's probably horses, not zebras. Yeah. Do you know what that means? Nope. So basically, like, can you explain that, Carl? Yeah, so if you're walking through a uh, a house and outside the house you hear hooves clomping, clip, clop, clip, clop, clip, clop, your best bet is to assume that there's a load of horses outside mm-hmm. and not a wild pack of zebras in the middle of Chester because it's more likely that it's horses, right? Yeah. yeah. It's called Occam's razor. The most simple solution to a problem is often the correct one. Ah. So basically, if someone is severely obese, more than likely they're going to be unhealthy as well because if you go past a certain point in terms of body fat levels and your weight and also bmi being a metric of that there's going to be a higher risk of heart disease higher risk of cardiac diseases diabetes. higher risk of diabetes higher risk of you putting a lot of unnecessary pressure through the joints so the chance of that are heightened so it's more likely but the same as you go to the other end as well like if you are looking at being super 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 lean and idolizing people who are low digit body fat all year round those people aren't necessarily healthy to get to those positions. That's why I always say with competitive bodybuilding, I don't agree with it because that is probably the best that those people look, but also the unhealthiest. It's it, those competition preps. So those people who do bodybuilding competitions, it should be like a holiday in terms of those parts of the prep where you're at your leanest. You should be dipping in there and then dipping out when you're ready to go. You check in and check out. You don't stay at that level of body fat because that's where it becomes really unhealthy, especially for females. So I think positioning yourself somewhere on that scale is what's healthy, not being at either end of that. I also think as well, so you have to look at the whole body. You can't just look at <laughs> someone's six pack. For example, take me and Steph. We're categorically not unhealthy. We are very, very healthy people. But then if you looked at my legs or my thighs or my bum, I carry all my fat there. And I always have. If you're looking at someone who has like a really lean stomach, but then very, very lean legs, lean upper body, lean from head to toe, basically like really lean. I don't think that's healthy for a woman exactly as you just said, the bodybuilding situation. It's not a healthy position to be in where you say they look their best, but they're the unhealthiest that they will ever be. I think the thing is though, you're one of those anomalies. Yeah, which is why I quite like to make a point because I constantly get asked. 
I get so pissed off. So so does I think probably most. I think you need to have that that social Athletes. understanding that you are an anomaly. Oh no, I know that. There's not many people who can just sit at the level of body fat in your midsection that you can. Like, I'm one of those people who can be. I can have lean limbs. Look at my calves. Look at my forearms. Legs. And and people will think fuck maybe cutting with a paper. It, He'll, he'll bleed to death and then you can look at a midsection and it's like fucking hours he's just been for 12 pints down the the ale house because I have a, I get a bloated stomach quite easy and carry a lot of body fat around the midsection but then also it is partly genetics oh yeah that's what you can't uh, even deny it we had a bit of a de- debate on one of the posts on my coach actually I can't remember what it was exactly Cal but someone saying they had their DNA tested of where they store I've not seen body this. fat and I don't think there's physically a DNA test that can tell you exactly where you store body fat. It's kind no, of just I a physical thing. You look, no, we hadn't. And genetics do play a part in it. That's why you, you've got to be a bit more open and honest. Oh, could make thousands from a six-pack workout, but what it's do you not think, it. What do you think influencers done for years? That's yeah, part of clickbait. It. It's just, that's just not it. It's Genetics plays such a big part in it. And people have to understand that. And I think one of the big things as well, actually don't strive for a six-pack because... It doesn't actually change anything. I don't. I don't. I, I don't understand what it would change. But like some men won't be comfortable going to the beach and taking the top off because everyone's out there ripped out your mind. And it's. I think it's quite easy for some people to go. Oh, don't worry about six pack. Oh yeah. But then yeah, if they feel like absolute shit going to the beach and taking the top off, then you know. I mean, striving it's, for it's, it's, more it's, definition. It's, it's all social influence, though, isn't it? Because if you'd never seen anyone with a six pack, you wouldn't be asked about going to the beach and having a six pack. Yeah. I think like people striving for definition and muscular and however they want to do, but striving for that specific look is so hard because it's it's just really varied and and I kind of based on your parents. By the way, I don't think there's anything wrong with having the goal of wanting a six pack. You just got to be aware of the hot the the kind of yeah. the hard work that's got to go in with it. Same as there's nothing wrong with wanting to be rich and wealthy, but you just got to be aware of the hard work and sacrifice that's going to come with those endeavors. Yeah, it's when I tried to aim for a thigh gap and then gave up because I thought, my hips are like this, I'm never going to have one. Mm-hmm. Realisation moment. Truth. Okay, has anyone ever had a paranormal experience? Oh, what was I watching yesterday? All this. Oh, I was watching that comedian on TikTok. Who's the really good looking guy on TikTok who's a comedian? Matt something, yeah. They were talking about paranormal experiences and he was asking people in the the audience. I'm trying to think if I've ever had one. I don't think I have, you know. Oh, look at that. I interject this podcast with a sexy Fabletic plug. So like I discussed at the start of the podcast, I am wearing everything Fabletics. This is one of the new retro jumpers that they brought out. I wear this in an XL. Most of the tops, I will wear in an XL because I prefer them oversized. Kind of strange though because I like to wear the shorts in a medium or small. So I kind of look like SpongeBob SquarePants, but it's my it's my vibe and it's my look. You can shop anything Fabletics via the link that will be in the description of wherever you're watching the podcast. If you use the VIP membership, you will save up to 70%. The other thing that you can do if you're shopping via the link is there will be a short questionnaire when you go through to there. Please specify that you found out about Fabletics by myself at my coach Benji. There's also, I think it's buy two pairs of shorts for £24 coming up now for, for the summer collection. So dive on there, check it out, stay sexy, enjoy the rest of the podcast. This is the funny thing that they talk about on TikTok because when either when you're a kid or even now, have you ever been one of those people who either one leaves a light on or two leaves a TV on? No, I'm a turner offer. 
Yeah, because you're just flapping all the time about electrics. But yeah, the, a lot of time, people are leaving TVs on. Like, oh, the ghost will think someone's in the room having a conversation, so we won't go in the room until they're all asleep. Like a ghost wouldn't fucking know that you've got Sky Sports on. It do you might. Know what I, mean? I do believe there's some there's something. I like to believe that, so I'd be in the good books. Yeah, that's me saying it outright. You're such a nerd, you know. Yeah, I am. And I, you'll be sorry when you get dragged downstairs by your feet. And I'll just be stood there at the top thinking, told you. Do you know what I mean? It's just a nice thing to think, isn't it? I also like to believe in heaven. That makes me happy. I'm not religious in any sense. And my family isn't religious. But I like to think they're all just having a great party. You know what I mean? Yeah, you I don't believe life. in that. You have to believe in something. I told you what I believe in. Nothingness. No, that the whole world just happens again, which is why you get deja vu. I do also like that one. Yeah. But you come back as different things. Do you know why sometimes I have really realistic dreams about ghosts and poltergeists sometimes? What's the difference between a poltergeist and a ghost? So a poltergeist, I haven't got the exact definition, but a poltergeist is something that I think is basically a ghost of things that apparently exist within inside a household or whatever and they're just kind of spirits there mm. a poltergeist is something that literally haunts people and oh. moves things is that the, is that the definition carl basically it haunts people moves things around and they can be some of them have been described to be very aggressive so i've had dreams before that i'm being attacked by a poltergeist and it feels so real and the thing that i get in my dream is angry so angry like so when i've woke up before like this <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm I know you have. So I, because I, I, I think if I was gonna you get also fight, scream, fight, yeah, yeah. If I get fight <laughs> or flight, I feel like I just fucking jab, jab right hook. But you yours know what I mean? is, you, you have very. I, I get night terrors, so I'm fully awake. You are asleep and you're screaming, but your yeah. mouth is shut. It is the ho- most horrifying <laughs> thing. What's the noise sound like? I, do you know what? Go on. I don't know if I can do it because it's so cool. terrifying. Try and do the, the the most realistic imitation of of my of my. Okay, <laughs> that's what you do, Ben. Honestly, but just your once, lips just once. No, it's like <laughs> 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 like you. Honestly, <laughs> I can't. Sleep paralysis? Is it? It is sleep yeah. paralysis. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is so. sleep paralysis I because you're worse. you're yeah. trying to wake up and you're screaming, but you're not screaming. So I have to just. I can't do anything because you're not supposed to. No, but some, you. sometimes I think I'm aware of it now. So if you're you. too close to me, I'll do it to move you over. No. I'll see you next time. I'll go, <laughs> we can get out of the way. <laughs> but yeah, no, you're you're quite a scary sleeper actually sometimes with those. Mine yeah. are just hilarious. Mine are isn't funny. It, isn't it so not. weird though? What's the. There's, I'm sure there's either a chemical or something that happens in phase one or two of sleep, which basically doesn't sedate your body but it stops your body from being able to move for that reason of sleep paralysis so that because basically if your body didn't completely take away all motion and feeling that you were able to kind of move your muscles mm. then you would beat fuck out of the person who's next to you in bed would you yeah i can't remember what the thing what can you google what the thing is call that there must be some people who actually have that. It basically just like whatever it's called neutralizes all your muscles in your body whilst you sleep so that you can't move. Yeah, it puts you into just relax mode. <laughs> That's not what it's called. No, it's, it's not, not called what it's called. Mode. It's, it's not, not an what iPhone. it's called, but you are completely zoned out, aren't you? 
Yeah, but that's I'm looking for this. Yeah, apparently during stage one of sleep, yeah, it's like the transitional stage, and your body, your muscles relax, your brain starts to produce different waves, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I can't. I think I was reading it in the sleep book. What was that, Matt Walker? Was it Matt Walker? Matt, Matt Walker. Yeah, because uh, basically saying if that didn't happen, you would beat fuck out of the person who's next to you. I twitch a lot when I sleep. Yeah, I know you do. So, but like aggressively. But I think I've always had it. I've like punch walls before. I used I to be either. awful as a swimmer. I think it's because I was never relaxed because I was so active. There yeah. was something I, to do I with it. I sometimes wonder wonder if it's anything to do with your anxiety. Though sometimes I think the night terrors are no, just how aggressive you're. Because that's twitching. you moving to sleep one uh, to stage one of sleep, isn't it? So I think so. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. happen when I'm in deep sleep, but mm. oh, when we're going to sleep, oh, the twitching's a lot. Joe Rogan had someone on his podcast quite recently who was talking about like most haunted sort of stuff and poltergeists. Did you watch that? No, I probably wouldn't though. Did you see that, Carl? I don't like them. They, they're basically these two guys who go and visit other houses and I, I think they went to visit one of the most haunted houses in America. It was like a farmhouse. And when they got there, they just said it felt horrible. They got there felt cold one of the guys started being sick straight away i'd be curious to why you choose that as a job like why would you choose that as your profession Obviously just they like could, it they could no they could they could kill you the ghosts something would go wrong do you know what i'm thinking of when i'm thinking of this that stupid thing we've watched on I knew netflix you were say, i was gonna discuss that in a second Locking... Have you seen it? has anyone seen the new netflix series lockwood, Lock, and, lockwood co. and co it's actually good it's all right it's all right. It's all right. It's not as good as like Stranger Things, but he, it's he, very ghostly. He reminds me a little bit of a cross between the the main character, Newt Ollivander. Yes. And who's the guy? <laughs> What's his name? Newt Scamander. What did I call him? Ollivander's the one shop, isn't it? Yeah. I'm doing a blend between Harry Potter and Fantastic <laughs> Beasts. Yeah, a, a cross between him and who was kind of one of the. Massively does look like him, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I agree. and no, in terms of character as well, he's he's a cross between him and who's the skinny guy who played Doctor Who for years, and he's also in Harry Potter. David Tennant. Tennant. Or Matt. Um, who? He's he's also in. Sure, isn't it David? David Tennant. Is yeah. Yeah. Is he yeah. In? He's in Harry Potter as the. Yeah. Oh yeah. Guy with the. Yeah. He's like a cross. He's a cross between those two characters. I feel. I mean, so that's now what I've got in my head. But I also don't watch scary films. I, I don't, don't choose. Them. I don't choose to. Why? Why? Why would I? Put I, I understand that? why people don't like watching them because, like, why would I put myself through two hours of torture? Like, I remember I watched Paranormal Activity. Me and Emmy actually watched when we were about fifteen. Oh my god! To get out of the snug, we just like walked with our backs against the walls all the way back upstairs because you're thinking, if they're going to be anywhere, they're going to get from behind. I have never since I was 14 watched like a horrible, you took me to watch something. I think I walked out. What? I don't know. I don't think we've ever been in the cinema. And or maybe we watched, started to watch it at home and I'm thinking, absolutely not, turn it off. Probably. You turn the light off upstairs, downstairs and I have shot up so quick. Like if someone's behind me, they can't catch me. That's the kind of and, attitude I have. On the on the Rogan podcast <laughs> as well, these other guys went to this house where apparently there was a murder that was never solved. And... The guy who murdered all of the... It was a family of like six or seven people. Murdered them all with a hammer. and But none of them knew that the other, one, the other ones had been murdered. Because he murdered the whole family with a hammer. I thought the murder case was never re- resolved. It wasn't. But you just said he killed them with a hammer. Yeah. But he was never found. No. Ah. 
what's the what is the line to question on here? <laughs> when, well, Where's when this a, going? Well, when a murder never case, become a detective ever. I don't. I wouldn't wish to be. When a murder case isn't solved, yeah. you don't know who the murderer is, but you claimed it was a he. Because basically, he was a famous person that they called like the Hammer Murderer or something. He killed loads of different people with his hammer, and he was killed. The, the thing that was weird about it basically was that I think he was killing them with the blunt end of the hammer because the actual end apparently was getting stuck in the walls because there was massive there was massive wall marks on the wall of the hammer getting stuck in the wall. So he was sometimes getting stuck and then carry on and go. It's a bit of a horrific story, isn't it? Going back I and just, bashing yeah, them. I Have don't... you got this story off, Carl? It's just still, it's not even. No, I'm looking into it. Lucy said, how do you know it's a man? I'm just looking into how many like mass murders are actually women. It was in America, but it was years ago. And this house is basically still on the... You can find the house and there's an image of it on Google. And it says outside the house, like home of the family that was mass murdered with by the such and such a killer or something. It's so weird that they've got the sign outside on the front. It's Crim- weird. Criminology is weird but i did criminology at uni didn't i yeah i mean i quite like watching crime documentaries and things like that where it's they're just a bit you can't kind of process how somebody can do something like that do you know what i mean you start watching these documentaries and you're just thinking this is so wild i think well obviously i I did the whole i did study on jeffrey Dahmer before even watching the netflix series yeah so i knew quite quite a lot about it i'm not saying this is why but i think for people for serial killers i think i'm guessing every time that they have murdered someone it it kind of just gets easier for them to do it do you know the first time that you do anything it feels like a really big thing and the more times you do something it's just like oh it doesn't feel that yeah there must be an element of that that kind of happens well he started with like skunks and shit didn't he that's what i mean so progressively gets worse was not okay yeah roadkill i did not enjoy that whole series Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can't remember what the guy was the, ha- the guy the hammer was called, but yeah. Um. Okay. So next question. I don't know if you guys have seen. They've started construction on the line in Saudi Arabia. So they've I started. Has yeah, it? yeah. So they've been like digging into the ground. There's like <laughs> trucks coming and like excavating 170 kilometers for this. If anyone doesn't know, it's like a city that will be constructed in Saudi Arabia where you don't need to travel anywhere to get everything you need. What are your thoughts? Would you live somewhere like this? See, see, there was there's quite a lot of rumors of people speaking about this and it being a, a political thing. No, a, a kind of a ghost story almost in terms of it actually wasn't going to happen. They just they just raised it because it had your favorite word clout, and it was it was kind of one of these things that was never going to happen. It's not but my they, favorite word. <laughs> it's 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 for people who haven't seen it though. Definitely Google or YouTube the the line. Just look on our YouTube in, or Spotify. Cal pull a picture up. in Saudi because it, it's. It's the most bizarre thing. I'm sure it's costing billions to build. Trillions. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it reminds me of the island, the film, where people just go and live there. I just couldn't, I couldn't live there. Every, I, do you know when I sometimes go to the Everton game, I will sometimes sneak off on the way home to go for a piss. If you snuck off anywhere in the line to go for a piss, there's a camera catching you, fact. I just Anything think... that you do, fact, you're being caught. Doesn't matter whether you're going for a piss. People, dogging, dogging's not a thing anymore. Imagine all the things that you do in life where you usually get, where you'd be caught on camera in the sky. So Ben wouldn't live in this paradise society in Saudi Arabia because he can't go for a sneaky piss. Yeah, and you okay. can't go dogging. Nice. The reason that I wouldn't want to, do you know the film, there's a film that Jennifer Lawrence and someone else are in where they're in these pods and a spaceship. Arrival. Arrival. And they wake up early and everyone's in these pods. That's what it reminds me of. Yeah. And I just think if you live there, your life is controlled completely and utterly controlled you can't leave you're not supposed to leave 
everything's in this inside environment, even though there'll be fresh air, I just can't wrap my head around it. Well, I feel it would be very not restricting because you've got you've got everything you need in here: cars, but you can car, you can bike, you can you can car, you can drive, you can go to the supermarket, you can go to the gym, you can shop, you can do anything, but you can't. But the, the, the thing is, in any society that you're going into, into, there's always a compromise. So if you want more secure security, you give up more of your liberty. If you want more liberty, you give up more security. So if you go and live in a place like this, you're maximum security, but minimum liberty. But then if you go and live in someone else, a random place in the world where there's loads of freedom, you'll have loads of liberty, but no security whatsoever. I mean, surely crime will still happen in the line. You can't stop crime completely. Yeah, but if you look at the the amount of security, you're never going to stop crime completely. But look at states where crimes maybe a minimum or where prosecution rates are high. There's probably going to be high prosecution rates because the amount of evidence that's going to be available via CCTV or the amount of officers that or boots that are going to be on the ground is going to be super high. Also, would definitely not like to commit any kind of crime in Saudi. By the way. You're not no. just getting a slap on the wrist. Your wrist is coming off. You're yeah. coming off from below the elbow. Well, that's what happened in that film we watched yesterday. He chopped someone's head off. Well, by the way, anyone who's going to watch Plane, Lucy's just give a nice big part of the story away. Well, actually, Ben, I could have been talking about any film there. And you just gave it away <laughs> to the audience. I could have been talking. Sorry, Cal. Did I mention the, the film that we watched? No. Did no. I say someone's head got chopped off? Came from ben, yeah. For sure. The spoil. You just spoiled it for everyone. That's bullshit. But also watch it because it's a great film. That's like going. Did anyone watch the game last night? And there being one game no, no, on, let, and there being two one. No, no, no. And then, then going, I didn't tell anyone the actual teams. I'll play everybody no, no, knows. No, no. no I think no, that's this the equivalent new... of Lucy going. Oh, someone scored a goal in the game last night. She didn't say who. Didn't say, I just yeah, said. Yeah, but we already I put just, on story as well. We both have put no, on story. No, I didn't put it on story. It's in a YouTube video that goes up no, in two weeks' that. time. I said someone's head got chopped off. I could be talking in the film about. Last night. Yeah. Who? Who? Where were they? What were they doing? What film was it? Head chopped off. It could have been fucking Chicken Run, where she nearly gets her head chopped off. Do you come up with some? It could have been. Yeah, it could have been. I won't actually give it away, but there's another film that someone's head gets chopped off. I won't give it away. Um, I yeah, the line, the line. I would personally would not want to live in the line. Who lives in it? Who chooses to live in it? I don't know. Um, Do you get selected? I, think, I, think that, I don't know what the selection process is for it, actually. I, think, well, games. I think people have got to buy accommodation there, surely. It's not just given to the to people. It would cost a fortune. Well, would it not? No, no, would yeah, it? so they're investing all this money. They're not just going to give accommodation to people. Apparently, it will accommodate 9 million people. Yeah. Which means there's probably going to be a lot of people who work there, like cleaners, maintenance mm-hmm. stuff. I think they'll probably get like free. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they will. But they're not just going to move the country of Saudi for free into this thing that they're building. Surely they'll be, they'll be, what like a mortgage? You'll just get a house as usual. You should be moving. Did you know that there's 67.3 million people in the UK and 67.7 in France? And 83 in Germany. Where are you going with this, by the way? Kyle said nine, and I thought, oof, big number. It's clearly not, is it? How did did anyone know, by the way, I had brown flakes for breakfast? How many people in the US? How Guess how many people live in the US? 370 million. Close? <laughs> how many? 383 million. 331. This is a new fun game. Are we just Googling things now? How podcast? many people live in China? 1.3 billion. 
Yes, Ben. A billion. 1.4 billion. I thought we were at the peak with the US. Check India, your mind's going to go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, no, that's smaller. Yeah, 1.4. That's Just the same. same. <laughs> oh, God. 0.0. What is another really large... Can we stop Googling the population of the country? I'll have to just do it after the podcast because that right, is... We're moving on. Next yeah. topic, guys. Uh, next and final topic. Let's just end it with this one. Um, in terms of supplements for the gym, uh, we had a, one of the other comments on one of our um, uh, Ask a Question was that there was, uh, it was a guy actually who was really overwhelmed by the amount of choice of supplements. If you guys were starting out in the gym, what would you be taking? What would go into your general stack? Can I go? Probably, definitely. Trend. No, okay, sorry. What were you going to say? <laughs> Trend alone? No. Probably, definitely, some sort of protein to help get your protein intake in. A multivitamin. Depending on where you live, probably vit D and creatine. I think they're all really good supplements to start off with. And also, just in general, I feel like you don't need to push too far out the boat from that. I think if you're talking universally, yes. I that think, was you more universal yeah because if you've got a guy like when i was 16 i started going and i couldn't put on weight a mass gainer or something like that's going to be ideal i wasn't actually listening to what you said i was tying the knot on my headphones so um creatine definitely one i've already said that. whey protein i also said that i ah. actually said protein just for whoever so just the whole macronutrient just not even no as in it could be like a clear whey a isolate a vegan oh, yeah. a soy protein Okay, Powder. and then I'd say protein bar. I did not say that because I don't think that's essential. Maybe because I don't love them. Is, yeah, yeah love maybe for bars. you. I think just I think they're just really convenient. That the fact that if you've got a box of protein bars at home, I'd say the majority of people what they're struggling to do is increase their protein intake. Mm-hmm. So that's why I just say a protein bar. It, maybe not essential, but I'd say it's one of the closest things to being essential. Box of bars in your cupboard. I'm trying to diet at the moment. I've got a busy lifestyle. I like socializing. I'm just going to, I've got plans that we, I'm going to nip out and I've got no time to make anything. I'll take a snack. I'm going to whack a po- protein bar in my car, in my backpack, whatever it is. I had also said, on. I had also said a multivitamin, <laughs> a multivitamin. And if you don't get a lot of sunshine, vitamin D. Yeah. They were the other two that I stated. I mean, with supplements, it's hard because you could go on forever. I think as you go along your fitness journey, oh, you kind we should of realise... We should do a podcast inside an ice bath. Absolutely a sponsored not. sponsored episode for one hour in yeah, an ice bath. 100% do that next week. No, yeah. because, because you're not be supposed so to sit in them for more than five minutes. No, but we'll do an hour for charity. I'll sit in a warm bath. No, it's not the we same. We could do the first five minutes in, in an ice bath and then just like... Yeah, in and a, then in a robe out. afterwards. No, no, Ben, I, it's really... You can get half pneumonia. Half an hour, half an hour. No, you can get pneumonia. If you go in the sea... Sw- what do you think people are swimming do? Wear a wetsuit. So? <laughs> yeah, what, what? You don't voluntarily go in an ice bath at zero degrees for more than five be minutes fine. because... Rogan did it for half an hour? Well, he's, that obviously wasn't why zero don't we, degrees. Why don't we select a prize and the, whoever stays in longest wins a prize? Yeah. I would obviously win, but I can't, we know how competitive I can be. Yeah, but I'm faster than you, so... I actually do struggle quite a lot um, in cold water. Okay, here we go. Considering I have swam in cold water, but you wear a wetsuit with those ones, Ben. You've thrown off my topic of conversation now because you randomly bought up an ice bath. Oh yeah, I was saying, as you go along your fitness journey, you might find that other things work for you more specifically. Since I started running more, I always, always take that joint 
capsule that I can't say the name of, like glucosamine. What? Glucosamine. I don't want to say the actual name in case it's wrong. It's a joint capsule. So I take that, whereas I don't think that'll be beneficial for every single person. But what we said before is definitely the key supplementations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sad that there's no more questions, Cal. Is that I it? I thought you had some Instagram ones. Oh, no, Cal, read that confession that I sent you. Oh, uh, you're right, actually. I well, this this is a really... This is an interesting confession. Okay, so this is from ACS Confessions. Uh, my friend, page. who only has two GCSEs, recently finished a year of being a trainee mortgage broker. Go and, back. Uh, and, whoa. Go oh, back I see, where? sorry, I yeah. thought meant me. Uh, finished being a trainee mortgage broker and said in a few years he could be earning 100K plus. I feel like people like me deserve that type of job, not him. I have a degree and the best I'll earn is 60K. How is this fair? How is, how is the most that they can earn 60K? How, where have they come up with that self-limiting belief that that's what they have the potential to earn is? It's basing it off, off yeah, their I think I think this is, the, this is the world that we live in now, isn't it? That basically people, you don't need that, that kind of certificate to say you can do this and you can do that. I think... The internet's changed a lot of things. I think experience has changed a lot of things. I think being the right type of human being, I think as definitely as an employer, is really desirable. Mm-hmm. So if you've got those two people, the guy with two GCSEs, lovely guy or girl, gets on really well with the team, comes across really well and really pleasant, then you've got a guy or a girl who's got a degree, and is a total see you next Tuesday. Mm. More than likely, who are you going to employ? I also think as well, there's certain areas, doc doctors, surgeons, those group of oh, really yeah, I don't smart want, I don't want my mate operating on me over some guys no, no, who have no, absolutely who's got those certificates. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think that's probably the extent of where, yeah, you know, you, you really need to know your shit. I think first-hand experience beats you having your two two GCSEs or, sorry, full GCSEs compared to someone who has a lot of experience, is willing to learn, has two GCSEs, if that makes sense. You can learn. That I know, you, don't, you never know. This person might have really struggled at high school or university. They just might, it might not have been their thing, like academia. Yeah. And then they've gone into doing mortgage broking or whatever it is, learning on the job. Obviously, he's probably really good at it. And then can progress. Yeah. I think that's one of the issues with, especially probably our generation. We were just thrusted into university. It was you either go to university or you're not making, you're not doing anything with life. We went to university. I enjoyed my degree. You, you not, you've not even used yours. And I think it's changed more recently. I, th- I, I don't think kids are as thrust into university. They can do apprenticeships. There's, they can go straight into work. They can try different things. It's not as black and white as I think it was, where it's like, you need to go to university or you'll have no life. I think it's also like how applicable is the the curriculum to the modern day world? Is it Has it been brought up to scratch of how fast-paced society is now and how the world of business is now changing with mm. the world of entrepreneurs? I think we live in a very entrepreneurial arena, which is also get, getting more and more competitive. I don't know how much schools prepare people for that i think also like those like you mentioned those people who are super nerds we had some we had this guy in our school a levels straight a's 
I saw him a few months ago, or maybe a couple of years ago, smoking weed in the local town, doing nothing. Yeah. So I think some people, for example, those sort of super nerds who've got every degree, every A level under the sun, but then have zero social skills, are going to struggle. Or find it harder to maybe communicate with because people. Because they they pretend to be isolated themselves from the real world in exchange to just study. I mean, and don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with dedicating yourself to working hard to achieving something. But again, there's always going to be sacrifice like we spoke about before. I think also what's really... I don't know about anyone else. I really struggled with exams. I used to get so stressed. I used to, honestly, revising constantly. I did quite well, but only because I memorized everything. I didn't I didn't actually know. I couldn't I I found it really hard to learn for exams. So I think exams are not a good way to test people because you're you're essentially unless you are super clever and you could just ace exams and you've got people like me who really, really struggled and just I found it really difficult and got very anxious around the whole exam experience. I just used to memorize my textbooks, go in and go off memory. Did it at uni. I, I was really good at coursework because I could, I had my notes and I mm. could flourish and exams were so stressful. So I think a lot of people, sometimes their actual marks, what like A's, B's, C's, whatever, I think they're numbers now, weird. Whatever it's based off, it might not be a true representation. Maybe maybe A-level sport in a few years' time will just be, you go in and it's literally like slap off. Two people stand there and just slap themselves to the ass. No, absolutely not. Do you guys know kind of how our education system was designed? Originally? Basically, it, it's around 200 years old. Um, and the idea is that they needed to turn children into factory workers. So they needed to teach them to be docile, agreeable, who would show up on time, wear a uniform like you do in a factory, work to bells. That was a big thing about like the dinner bells. Ah, so that's where that came from. Yeah, it's all about working to a bell so that when you go to factory work at your... How, I wonder how often this is updated though in terms of like I was just saying, how, how outdated is the curriculum to the modern day world and what people need to to know and learn about? Because I think also it doesn't, it doesn't always play into every kid's favor in terms of depending on what kind of learner they are, which is why I think a lot of kids struggle in schools as well. Yeah, I was very kinesthetic. Yeah. When you guys hired me, did you look at my degree? Did you look at my grades at A-level? No. <laughs> no, Carl, you did zoology. I know. Yeah. It doesn't, do you know what? Yeah, that's quite a good example, actually. We didn't even... You were so talented and a really lovely guy. Very confident. Obviously, she came up to us straight away. Didn't, I couldn't even care less what your degree was. I think, for me, it was more because I was bigger than Carl and that made me feel... <laughs> I kept my ego there. If, if someone was bigger than me, they can't come. No, I'm joking. Yeah, I think... They, they, I was thinking about this, actually. I think it was this morning about that... I can't remember what context because context we're preparing for the presentation for Performex. And that was one of the things I was going to talk about. What? I can't remember what, the whole way that we kind of... First met. Yeah, and kind of connected for, yeah. for business and how different the world now is because... Carl, you basically came up and said, can I take some photos? Muscles, which, which, yeah, which I think a lot of people will underestimate how hard that is to do in terms of having the confidence to actually do that. And it actually speaks volumes to what an individual is willing to do for for said thing. I can't remember what con- It's going to annoy me that because it was actually really, really relevant to kind of the modern world and the way that people now work and people the way that they're discovered and for, for different roles. I think what they have done in, I don't know if it's GCSEs or A-levels, 
it's not A, B, C, D, E, F. As in you don't get an A, you get a number one. Yeah, I saw that. Which I think is actually better than getting... Where did I get an F? I never actually got an F. I got a lot of Ds. Maths, not a strong point. Whereas I'm brilliant at maths now. Needle, not adding needle, up, but needle, I'm good yeah. I'm good with a spreadsheet. Fantastic you, with a spreadsheet. Love a yeah. yeah, love <laughs> the D. Um, <laughs> That's a clip. No, see, I'm, 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 I do, I'm yep. quite good with finances. I'm, I'm quite good at it. Oh my goodness me, put me back with my D in GCSE math. I really, really struggled. So I just think it depends, yeah, how you learn and what actually you need to know. Did I need to know X over two is 10? No, I didn't. Yeah. I really I really struggled with fractions. It's, 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 it's then interesting though, isn't it? Of, of, of what, what sort of roles you'll then end up falling into. And how, also... and how those how those choices impacted how you've... I've got some friends who rolled out of a levels or from school who didn't go to university and kind of just fucked about for a bit early 20s because it was like i've just done school for how many years i want to chill for a little bit mm. and then i've ended up short, falling into jobs which they never anticipated themselves falling into might have been sales insurance wherever it is no disrespect for anyone's doing those jobs but they, they never set out to do those jobs and then they've just been stuck in that job for the past five six seven years really interesting clip i can't remember what the phrase was called carl might remember it Chris Williamson was talking about it on a podcast the other week. And it's it's some kind of tipping point. And it's basically where people who are living bad quality of lives or poor quality of lives or not or aren't happy in their current circumstances will continue to live in that circumstance until it reaches a level of hard. And some people will never reach that level. So in some respects, it's better to have an even worse circumstances even worse circumstances because at least the circumstances will be so bad to trigger you to want to make change whereas some people will never reach that reach that level of what is bad enough for them mm. to ever trigger them to want change and then they'll always just live below that ceiling of bad enough and just have a poor life whereas those people who fall over that line will then make change and live a better quality of life applicable to jobs so is the job bad enough for you to make a change is a relationship poor enough quality for you to go now i'm not going to be in this or you're just going to kind of settle and continue to be in it no matter what it's really interesting of, of where that point is and i can't remember what the term is that's coined for it's coined under do you remember it Carl? very academic yeah, I, can't, I can't quite remember i it. can't i can't say the it was me who who's come up with that it was chris i think it's relationships as well where people are like in a bad relationship but they're not getting like beaten so they're just kind of like yeah it's not quite bad enough to yeah. leave where their life will become exponentially better it's just kind of a bit shit and they're going along with it i can't remember the name of it i was googling so, trying to find it ben it's, it's quite a tough thing to do oh here we go got it oh wow well done the region beta paradox is called region beta paradox regent mm. like regent Street. region 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 yeah what's the second word Beta, 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 region, beta, paradox. paradox, everybody. Yeah, have a Google. That's really interesting about kind of where your level of your where, where your trigger is to make you create change in a life where circumstances don't kind of meet your ideal. I suppose it's brilliant. Thank you for that academic. It's not finish. academic. That it was quite academic. Just, what you not just for said. me. I've just regurgitated what, what Chris has said, but I just find it really interesting because there might even be listeners today who think whether it be in the gym, whether it be with their fitness journey, whether it be with the relationship, whether it be with work, whether you think, 
do you know what? How much longer am I willing just to put up with this shit? Because if I made the decision to change in whatever aspect of life may be, how much better could life be by making that change? Obviously, the things that people will also consider is is the grass always greener. But if you if you're living in piss poor circumstances, why would you continue? It was the same for me with the Korean the police. Mm-hmm. Had anxiety going in every single day. Hated it mainly for the fact that that the the bullying thing triggered it for me. I wasn't willing to continue to feel like shit every single day for that it for any level of pay. Mm-hmm. I don't care any level of pay. There's no amount someone could pay me to go into a job and feel anxious every single day. Yeah. Fuck no. But yeah, it's I think as well it's really important just to kind of recognise change is scary. I would be concerned if you weren't a bit scared mm-hmm. or a little bit fearful or doing something whether you want to start a business or go to the gym for the first time, it doesn't matter the extent of it. It is supposed to feel a little bit funky and freaky mm-hmm. and that's okay. It, Cal, come on now. This is a serious academic conversation. It is, but when you say funky and freaky, it just makes you laugh. <laughs> but it is, it's actually supposed to and be. Like, I see nothing wrong. Okay, am I not With even allowed to make grind. my point? Yeah, go on, sorry. I just mean a lot of good things happen if you can push through that fear and it can be a little bit bumpy and it can be a little bit scary and as Ben said, you don't know if the grass is greener. However, how are you going to feel if you don't actually try? I think trying is one of the best things that you can you can do and you can yeah. try and push yourself to be a little bit more uncomfortable yeah. in situations. Thank you for that lovely insight. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, one thing you want to plug? Home trainer. Do, uh, shall I? Yeah. Oh, we should, probably should have plugged it at the start. Well, this this still... episode is, is sponsored by Myco Chap. I'm just going to check when this podcast goes live and make sure that I... Well, the London page is already out anyway, so... Yeah, it is for the waiting list. Now, yeah. we have... And this is actually really exciting for us. We have a home trainer launching on my coach we already have a few but this one's very particular because it's no equipment and we've taken into account what everyone was saying who wants this sort of program where it's three to four sessions a week some of the sessions are as short as 20 minutes i understand people don't have the same time you might be a mum at home with three kids thinking oh my god i really want to do something but i but i just don't know how this trainer is absolutely for you you will get stronger you will build muscle you will lose fat you will feel fantastic naked and your confidence will just be through the roof there is a link below to join the waiting list and that waiting list in particular will give you 37 percent off your first whole month subscription on the app which is obviously ideal and yeah we're super excited the official launch date is the 26th of feb rarry why couldn't it just be the normal february because is that not how you spell February when you're writing it though? February. Yeah, isn't that so unnecessary? Yeah. To have an R in the middle. Of yeah, it. but how 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 just how just how do you write or spell written? You don't go written. No, but you that's not it. as hard. It's like restaurant. Okay, can anyone agree? Yeah. Like restaurant is so hard to spell. Restaurant. Isn't it? Restaurant's yeah. quite Awful. a hard one to spell. But what we're gonna say on the back of that is the two biggest things that stop people from going to the gym is one, time, mm. and two, is gym intimidation or gym fear or or anxiety. The two things that the home train or home builder, sorry, sort of rectifies is one, time because it's convenient and two, you're at home so you can be in the comfort of your own home and still working out, getting fit and feeling healthy. And also you don't need any kit. Like there's no pressure to go and buy mm-hmm. kit. We, we didn't want to add anything that could make it inaccessible for people. So yeah, no kit. You just need yourself and the app and Bob's your uncle. Thank you for listening, guys. If you have enjoyed this episode, please make sure that you go and leave a rating on the podcast because 
it really, really does help us. Mm -hmm. If you're watching a YouTube channel, please make sure that you subscribe because there's a massive proportion of you guys who are watching on YouTube who aren't subscribed and it does affect the type and level of guests that we can get in the future. So please go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Continue to tag the podcast. Absolutely. Share on story. Absolutely. And Spotify, same exactly what you said. Mm -hmm. And we'll catch you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.